Good evening, and welcome to St. Mary of the Mount of the South Side and Mount Washington Parish Community as we celebrate the Feast of All Saints. Serving as your lector, my name is Thomas Conroy. Our presider is Father Michael. Please rise as you are able. For all the saints who from their labors rest, who thee by faith before the world confessed, thy name, O Jesus, be forever blessed. Fellowship divine, we feebly struggle, they in glory shine. All are one in thee, for all are thine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Good evening, everyone. And happy hallowed eve. Halloween, the eve, of course, of what we're celebrating here liturgically, which is actually the celebration of all saints, and then, of course, Monday, the celebration of all souls. And so as we gather, we realize that there are a horde, there's scads of those uh, holy people who have been unnamed in the church, and they're part of our connection with them and their connection with us as the church that has gone before us and the church that exists today. And so as we gather, we realize not only do we gather with many, 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 but we also gather as people called to be both saints and sinners in the church today as well. As we do so, we open ourselves to the mercy of God. Lord Jesus, you call us church, saints, and sinners. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you have filled us with your mercy and love. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you call us into the blessedness of your kingdom. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, by whose gift we venerate in one celebration the merit of all the saints, bestow on us, we pray, through the prayer of so many intercessors, an abundance of reconciliation with you for which we earnestly long. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Revelation. 
I, John, saw another angel come up from the east, holding the seal of the living God. He cried out in a loud voice to the four angels who were given power to damage the land and the sea. Do not damage the land or the sea or the trees until we put the seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. I heard the number of those who had been marked with the seal, 144,000 marked from every tribe of the Israelites. After this, I had a vision of a great multitude which no one could count, from every nation, race, people, and tongue. They stood before the throne and before the Lamb, wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, Salvation comes from our God who is seated on the throne and from the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They prostrated themselves before the throne, worshipped God, and exclaimed, Amen, blessing and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving, honor, power, and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders spoke up and said to me, Who are these wearing white robes, and where did they come from? I said to him, My Lord, you are the one who knows. He said to me, These are the ones who have survived the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 24. Lord, this is the people that long to see your face. Lord, this is the people that long to see your face. The Lord's are the earth and its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. Who can ascend the mountain of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? One whose hands are sinless, whose heart is clean, who desires not what is vain. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord, a reward from God his Savior. Such is the race that seeks for him, that seeks the face of the God of Jacob. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, 
See what love the Father has bestowed on us, that we may be called the children of God. Yet so we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall be has not yet been revealed. We do know that when it is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. Everyone who has this hope based on Him makes himself pure as He is pure. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy burdened, and I will give you rest says the Lord. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. This is from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you. When Jesus saw the crowd, he went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As we were going through the week and preparing for all saints and the gospel passage we hear proclaimed that is oh so familiar to us on the Beatitudes, I was introduced to a new saint, and her name is Coretta Kent. Uh, Coretta Kent uh, was a teacher an artist. She was a social activist in her own right. 
She was born in the 1920s. Uh, she died in mid-1980s. She was a nun, a member of the religious order, I believe, of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Um, she was from the Midwest, uh, Iowa, I believe, where she was born. Um, she was very much into sharing of art that we would consider in our day and age kind of a pop art, right? And so she was part of a movement in the United States that all art or art should be accessible to the people and that it should really have a, have a message. And for her, it was the message of love and it was a message of peace. It was particularly popular in the 60s and the 70s. But um, so some of the images that you probably would notice, whether you realize they were her or not, actually, believe it or not, in the mid 80s, there was a stamp and it was a very colorful swashes of, you know, swashes of color, and it, uh, and it had love underneath it. So it was the love stamp. By the way, it was 22 cents in the 80s, right? <laughs> a little bit different than that now, right? <laughs> so, uh, and another, another piece that she's famous for, and believe it or not, um, it was actually shortly after her diagnosis with cancer, she did, hmm, what's the name of it? I can't think of it right now. I believe it's called the Rainbow Swath is what it's called. And it actually is a huge liquid uh, nitrogen gas tank that was south of Boston, and she was commissioned to do art on it. And what it is is just these huge colorful swaths uh, of, of almost all the colors of the rainbow, almost like they took a huge paintbrush and just painted. So it's very pop art. Okay, pop art. Okay, let's see uh, a way that I could describe that to you. Um, uh, Warhol. <laughs> Warhol would be considered pop art. So screen printing, right? And so the way she did her art was, was with, you know, just... Uh, geometric figures, you know, squares and circles and blotches and, and, and swaths of paint, and it always had letters or words in them, and it actually looked almost, we could even consider now, a little bit childlike, but they, but they were so full of life and color, and there was no way that you would look at a piece of her art and say, boy, I don't know what that means, or, or I can't quite understand that, because no matter what you did, there was words that were a part of it, there was a message that was a part of it, and there was this, uh, there was color and life that was a part of it. And again, she is not a named saint in our Catholic Church. She probably will never be, but because of the way she used the gifts and talents that she had, and she expressed them with such color, I believe she is one of the saints that we celebrate today for all saints. I also share that with you because she did a huge kind of painting mural of the Beatitudes. And it is repeated in huge letters over and over again, happy, happy, happy. And then she writes out the Beatitude. And there's all kinds of other letters and words and messages, scripture passage and things that are a part of it. And it's full of all kinds of different colors and blocks. And it just looks like this happiness, <laughs> if you will. It's an expression, simple screen sort of print, blotch, modern pop art expression 
of the Beatitudes. And I also share it with you because we're celebrating all saints. And that is a great metaphor for the saintly people, the Church of Christ. Because we are a people of many colors. And being called to be a follower of Christ, a disciple of his, and a saint, although all sinners, and every saint named or unnamed is also a sinner, right? Um, being called to be a follower and a disciple of Christ has many manifestations. And it's not so much about the time in which we live or uh, the, the, the vocation in which we live. It's not necessarily about uh, what we do, if you will. It actually is more about how we do it that makes us part of the communion of Christ's people, the church, and those who are sinners called to be saints. As, as Pope Francis would say, each person is called to holiness, each in his own way each in their own color, if you will, right? And so the church is made up of all kinds of saintly people living all kinds of different lives, living all kinds of different vocations, who are not only uh, of all kinds of literal different colors from across the world, right? Generations and, and ethnicities and races, uh, right? We are a, a, a diverse church. That's what the church looks like. We hear the Beatitudes today, and again, oh so familiar to us. Again, Pope Francis actually wrote an exhortation, it was about three or four years ago, and it was actually uh, called Rejoice and Be Glad, um, and it was based off of the Beatitudes that we heard. And he uses this exhortation to kind of speak to the entire church about the call to holiness in today's age. And he actually uses the Beatitude and describes it that the Beatitudes are almost like an identification card for what it means to be a Christian and a follower of Jesus. Now, I, I want to just explain that a bit by explaining the scriptures a bit, just a little bit. Jesus gives this as one of his most profound and first teachings on discipleship. It's the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew's Gospel, the first major te teaching section after calling some disciples, after healing and performing a few miracles, and actually his first major teaching, he stands up on the mountain, actually walks up on the mountain, sits down, and starts, blessed are, happy are, how fortunate are those who are living the fullness and the wholeness of what it means to be in relationship with God. And as he does that, I want you to first realize that this is what Jesus himself is living and experiencing, right? He started his public life. He is fully committed to God's love, to God's mercy, to God's justice, to what it means to be a person who lives God's will and lives in the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, as is expressed in Matthew's gospel. And so, when he stands up there and says, blessed are the poor and the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are those who are hungering and thirsting for righteousness, blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, this is what he knows. 
This is his life. This is what he is living and experiencing. And he's basically saying to us, if you live in the same commitment, if you live in relationship with God, and in relationship to one another with and in God, this is what your life is going to be like. This is what you're going to experience. Like me, you're going to experience what it means to be poor and to struggle and to be poor in spirit. You're going to mourn because you have deep relationship and love. You're going to be persecuted because you are a person who's longing and struggling for the truth and justice and righteousness in a world that doesn't always want or, or, or think they need or, or want to hear that, right? This is what you're going to experience, what I am experiencing. But trust the beauty, the power, the joy, the sorrow, <laughs> the blessedness, the wholeness, the fortunate, happy are those who follow in this way. It's a manifestation of or an identification card about what it's like to be a disciple and a follower of Christ. The more and more we grow in relationship with God, the more and more we grow in relationship with one another, and the more and more we try to understand the gospel message, the message of Christ Jesus, and to live it in our lives, the more and more we'll see a manifestation of the Beatitudes in our lives, our church, our world. We, uh, of course, have been talking about for the last several weeks now and will for several weeks and months into the future about our community covenant, right? Our community covenant that's expressed in six different actions or sections. Uh, we pray, we invite, we serve, we nurture, we go forth, and we embrace. We embrace the call to our discipleship and to living discipleship. And so we're going through a series of actually videos, uh, different episodes to kind of give some introduction, as well as to, to talk about each of those sections or those actions of what we want to be and believe we would like to be as a parish community and how we want to manifest our following Christ as a disciple. And so the, the next video is being released tomorrow. It's the fourth episode, and it's the second part of We Pray. And we pray as a parish. There's a collective side to what we pray is like. And then there's we pray as a parishioner and an individual side of what we pray is about. And there's a dynamic that happens between the individual and the parish. And we're actually part of both the parish and the individual. But again, watch the video so you understand that a little bit more. But what we pray is about, if, if I could summarize it in simple, simple words that are so, so challenging is growing in relationship. Growing in relationship with God and growing in relationship with one another. That's what we pray is all about and why it's so important and why it is actually the first one. And the more and more we grow in a loving, dynamic relationship expressed both publicly and individually in the context of our lives and our parish community, the more and more we're going to see these beatitudes lived out. The greater happiness 
we will have, the more color you will see, the, the, the more manifestation of such great joy and great struggle you're going to see in the context of our, of our parish lives and community. We pray is really about growing in relationship with God so that we can truly be more and more identified by what it means to be a disciple, by the Beatitudes, to live in a loving relationship that manifests itself in the context of our lives and our world. And that is manifest, brothers and sisters, as a church of saints and sinners within a church of many colors and experiences. It's manifest not necessarily in what we do, but in how we do it and how we live it as God's people. And that's why we celebrate the saints across time, generation, country, uh, vocation, because they did their best to open themselves to the grace and the mercy of God, to enter more deeply into relationship with God and to the church and the people around them so that God's love could be manifest in many colors and ways. We turn to the Lord of love and compassion for all with these needs and prayers of petition. Let our response be, hear us, O Lord. We pray for an end to prejudice, racism, and violence. We pray, hear us, O Lord. For a greater awareness of God's grace at work around and within us, that we may recognize the work of God in those who love, who forgive, who teach, and who call us to be our truest selves. We pray, hear us, O Lord. For our nation and world, still struggling under the weight of COVID, for our dead, that they may be honored, that abatement may come quickly, and that safety in our communities may increase, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. That the friendship of the saints will strengthen the bonds of faith, hope, and love within our parish, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We pray for all of those who have died in our parish community, especially Catherine Dengler, Marie Malinowski, Byron Miller, Joseph Testa, that they may be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray, hear us, O Lord. And today we remember Jacob McCoy, all the intentions present on the altar, along with those that we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray, hear us, O Lord. Join, if you can, in the prayer for unity. We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and to her most glorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community united in the spirit. 
In your name we pray, amen. As fellow disciples on the journey, trusting God's will and God's kingdom at the Savior's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass Deliver us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The kingdom, the power, the glory are yours. You said to your apostles and to us, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. We turn to extend to one another some sign of Christ's peace. Peace around. For those who will be listening to this Mass through the podcast tomorrow, I offer the prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Just a couple of parish announcements. This year we are offering two All Souls services, but they will be released via the YouTube channel. There'll be a service honoring the deceased of Prince of Peace that was recorded in St. Adelbert's Church and a service honoring those from St. Mary of the Mount Church, which is also an interpreted service. They'll be available on Monday, November 2nd. Check the bulletin or the website for details. And we ask that you do keep uh, those in prayer, all of those who've been buried from our parish community uh, over this past year. I already shared uh, in my homily that this uh, is also the weekend that we're releasing uh, the covenant video entitled We Pray, and it's the second part, uh, again, in the bulletin and or in the um, website for details of the dates for release. And once the videos are released, they remain available to view um, on the parish website or YouTube channel anytime after. Not only that, but we're also having a, a discussion about the Community Coven based on prayer and we pray. It will be this Wednesday the 4th. And uh, the link for a Zoom conversation that will happen to keep safe was sent out on Flocknote. It'll be sent out tomorrow. So if you're not on Flocknote and you want to participate, please sign up on our parish website. 
Our parish is offering implicit bias training workshop. It's held over the course of three Tuesday evenings. And again, this also is held over Zoom in the bulletin as well as the website for details. And lastly, we appreciate everyone's cooperation and continuing to follow the safety measures, especially as you leave the church, continue to keep a safe distance while exiting the building. Visiting should be happening outside. It's a beautiful, sunny Halloween evening out there. And then we invite you also to leave your kneelers in the down position for sanitizing purposes. And it's not part of the official announcements, but if you've not already voted, please do so. I encourage you to vote too. And remember that the church has many colors, a little off-color joke, but there are saints that are blue and there are saints that are red, right? <laughs> and so just remember that because there's incredible division both in our country, in our church, and whatever the result of the election is, we have to come back together as a people and a country and root out some of the meanness. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that your departed servants for whom we have celebrated the Paschal sacrifice, ooh, that's for the faithful departed. Let's try that again. We adore you, O Lord, for you alone are holy and wonderful in all of your saints. We implore your grace so that coming to holiness in the fullness of your love, we may pass from this pilgrim table to the banquet of the heavenly homeland. And this we ask through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe, and please know that we are always praying for you. Quietly, peacefully, let me rest in you. Quietly, peacefully, lead me back to you. In my I have strayed, drifting far from you. In your goodness steady me, light my path to you. Quietly, peacefully, let me rest in you. peacefully lead me back to you breathe your law deep in me planted in my soul let your justice be my song kindness be my goal Quietly